Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello and uh, welcome to CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, today's topic is, should you use your head or heart as a leader? So, why, why, we, why we are having this uh, discussion? So, in this turbulent and rather dynamically shifting business climate, a lot of leaders have uh, said that they have business results to deliver. They almost always have multiple competing priorities. At the same time, they have to build a culture. They need to be like a Pied Piper truly showing that they have the leadership material. And they also have to show a great amount of courage and build some clarity among the teams. But at the same time, we also have various leadership gurus and pundits who say we also have these leaders to show vulnerability, to show empathy and care, which is the softer side of a human. So is this truly a situation where uh, a leader has to either choose one or both? But is it about the head or the heart? What should a leader use to truly be effective? And to discuss this, I have with me Nizar Darwish, Chief in, uh, Human Resource Officer of uh, Fawaz al Group Fashion Retail. Hey, Nizar, how are you, sir? Hi, Sanju. Um, fine. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks so, so much for joining us here. And we also have Anil Kumar Mishra, who is the Chief Human Resource Officer for Geomart New Commerce Grocery for Reliance Retail. Hey, Anil. How's life, sir? Hi, Sanjog. I'm good. Thanks for having me here in this podcast. Great to have you as well, Anil. So, uh, so Nizar, let's start with you. We are trying to make sure that the businesses today, they are able to you know, become relevant and respond and quickly adapt to all the changes that are happening, which means we got to be very sharp at the leadership level. And you are able to always be very keenly observing What's going on? And on the other hand, what are the business objectives? When you're doing all of this, and as I laid out in the topic itself, given the environment today, can you even afford to bring heart into the picture? Well, uh, I think it's very important to have this combination between head and heart for uh, any leader. And... uh, after pandemic, I, I do believe that using the heart uh, become more important because now everybody is talking about the employee will be uh, as one of the major priorities for 2023 and years to come. So uh, I think uh, the leader must strike that balance between head and heart and When you talk about human resources, for example, uh, the function that I am leading, I cannot afford to be uh, completely a head 
leader or a heart leader. I have to uh, be able to use both because I am managing human capital, which, 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 so it's very important that in every business decision that I make, even if it is something very uh, dry like budgets or strategic planning, there will be always uh, an emotional part or uh, a heart factor that needs to be uh, considered. So I think there will be always a space to bring uh, the heart into the leadership, but the split between uh, head and heart will be, you know, the, the factor to, to determine. And I don't think that the, there will be a contradiction between using the heart and uh, attaining uh, the business objectives. I agree with you, uh, Nizar. So, so conceptually, yes. But then, um, Anil, I'd like to ask you, when the time are, times are tough, right? Then you are being watched as a leader. Your, your company is being watched. There may be the stock prices. There may be other business realities which are hitting hard on uh, the overall business and it's, uh, you know, the, the way it operates. At that point, you got to be able to very logically get through things. And people traditionally say heart can get in the way of logic. What have you seen on the ground when you see leaders operate the ones who truly are able to carry the company through turbulent times? I think that's a great question, Joke. Thanks for asking that. Uh, I strongly believe it's never head or heart. It's both, irrespective of the times that we go through. I'll give you an example. Often we say that material, resources, market, money, which one is more critical? Everybody says. Now, here is a difficult time, challenging time, and I strongly believe the true test of character for a leader is when things are not favoring you. When there are adverse times, how did you behave? People remember that and that will go a long way in building institution. So, so as an HR leader or any people leader for that matter, it's always whether I should be focusing on short term gain or should I also be equally concerned about my long term losses. Now, coming back to head and heart, I'll give you an example. Of course, you know, I work for a business organization. It's not a charitable. So your question about stakeholder management, answering to board members, uh, looking at uh, stock market, all of that is relevant. But at the same time, irrespective of the function that I belong to, can I be a little more humane? Of course, in my head, I know. Let's say for certain percentage of people, I need to manage them out. That's a business call for my existence, for my survival of business, if I have to take a hard call, by all means, please go ahead and do that. That's where I'm playing my professional role. And that's straight away thinking from my head. But heart, balancing it out, meaning, can I be a little more empathetic? Can I help them out? But can I of their jobs, their employment elsewhere? Can I refer them to my friend 
in some other organization who is leading hr and i can request them saying that okay these are the guys they are great guys but because of business related decision i need to take them out of their current roles but can you help them out that's where playing my role of being empathetic and that's where i'm trying to balance okay head and heart both balancing them is equally important on one front i'm managing what is good for business for its survival because we are going through tough time but how well i can manage can i go back to those impacted people and tell them why we are doing certain things it's a hard way but then people would always understand and appreciate if i communicate if i don't put them in dark and these are some of the examples of you know balancing both head and heart that's how i look at it sanjo so nisar i have a question so like uh, anil picked up a good point where suppose when the times are tough you have to lay off your workforce or you have to do any kind of retrenchment when somebody is losing their livelihood imagine an employee their mindset and here comes a leader who says i'm so sorry but i have to take food away from your table but trust me i feel your pain what's what is going to go uh, on in in that employee's head that okay it's easier said i uh, while you're saying yeah you feel my pain but you really don't you don't know what's going to happen with my family do you really feel that you 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 uh drop an axe on somebody's neck and say i'm so sorry i'm forced to do so is that how leadership works well uh I agree with you that this is one of the most difficult moments in in a leader's life especially when it gets to as you mentioned to take the food off the table of that family not 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 person but a leader also must understand that uh his or her role uh includes tough moments and tough decisions and in certain uh, times there should be a sort of an emotional freeze you know and what do i mean by emotional freeze is that yes you feel the pain and you actually don't want to 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 do this if you have another option but because you are a leader and this is not about that person it's not a personal matter but it's about an organization and uh, other uh, head uh, related uh, matters so yes you do feel that 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 pain but you need to get yourself together and you need to remind yourself that uh my role requires me to uh face this sort of uh situation and uh there is no i think uh con- contradiction between showing emotions and showing empathy saying well this is not really something i would like to do in normal cases but it is what it is and i don't believe that anything any leader would say in such uh incident will make the the employee 
uh, feel better because he is seeing it from a completely different angle. But from a leadership perspective, there must be uh, times where the leader has to make the split goes much higher towards uh, head than heart and ensure that uh, he or she keeps the, the, the humanity, as uh, Anil mentioned, into this. So, Anil, um, think of an individual who was growing in a company. And you being the CHRO, you definitely understand how performance appraisals work. You try to show that individual or give that individual a feedback of how did they do. So imagine somebody who is a manager, right? A middle manager who is supposed to get certain things done. You got a certain measure for them. And then you try to groom them, train them, help them, coach them, mentor them to figure out a way how they can get things done right. So that they can you know, fulfill their duties as a mid-level manager. Imagine that same person does well and you say, you know what, you are ready for the next level and we would like to give you a leadership role. And then you turn around and have that person also show a dose of the heart, the empathy and care and other things. And you do another performance appraisal on that in person and say, you can't just be doing all things with your head. You also have to, you should use the, the, the heart aspect of it because you are supposed to be a leader. Imagine the same organization training a person who is a manager and then expecting a totally different output from this individual. Now, this person is a human, not a robot that you can reprogram that individual. How do you deal with something like this where you are responsible in your role or the organization is responsible for a person to do the best they can in the role they have, but they're also expecting that person to switch their psyche. How much of a dose of a head or heart they use, depending on the role they are in. What are your thoughts on that? Another, you know, I think, again, that's an excellent question, uh, Sanjok. Uh, my take on that is, okay, so long as you are an individual contributor, you have a very limited sphere of influence on your people. But the moment you are a people manager, besides running your function, be it sales or be it any product or anything for that matter, the moment you have people accountability, you are expected to develop the hard side of things also, which are often regarded as soft skills but to my mind they are the life skills they are not soft skills but if you are good at good at you know inspiring people motivating them counseling them mentoring them then you know your growth trajectory might become a little more faster in compared to somebody who struggles to build the heart piece and only things from head as we move up in the organization ladder I repeat myself, balancing out both depending on the situation. It's a contingency approach. I should be fed. Depending on the need, I need to be doing that without, of course, you know, compromising the humanity aspect, which repeatedly we have been talking about. Now, what do we do as organizations? 
when we uh, consider people and their readiness to get on to the next level we look at their consistency level of performance which is predominantly in their functional area we also take inputs how good they are as a people manager that feedback we take from peer groups and through 360 degree feedback so on and so forth so that you have a holistic view of how good is that incumbent and will he be a role model for rest of the uh, colleagues in that department if we promote him now if somebody is a rock star performer but struggles when it comes to demonstrating behaviors from heart standpoint then you know we put them into some special project so do you think we uh, run both hypo talent and we call that program yeah no so i mean I'm, yes, I, I, I see yeah i definitely see that the point that you were making anil my question is can you really have an academy for a, an individual to learn how to use their heart yeah i think you know it's uh, it's it's difficult to build overnight but you know somebody either your dominating style is you are people centric and some people are there whose dominating style or preference is people centric being more popular being more humble being more human some other people completely task oriented we do have people in both the category and i tend to believe if you run programs academic program for some time which is not theoretical but which is purely you know depending on uh, you know let's say appreciative inquiry method or coaching and counseling or mentoring method where you don't give them theoretical input but you observe in a we call it a 10 20 and 70 principle 10 is only theoretical input 20 is special project and 70% is on the job through special projects through observations and of course the pace of change might be little uh, longer but certainly those kind of a program they helps uh, uh, sanjog so now this is very good input so nizar imagine you had someone who by design was a logical thinker that's great but unlike where you work on a person's ability to think logically and using their head most of the time by practice by giving them scenarios you sharpen that uh, capability what would you do to an individual who was by nature uh, used most of their head and now you need to introduce the heart into the picture what would you do for a person to suddenly start mellowing down and 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 start using that other part they have never experienced and especially something which is hard which is more emotion driven if a person doesn't have that natural in it and you cannot fake being emotional you cannot fake being thinking from the heart how do you develop something like that and what have you done in that regard and what challenges did you face when you were trying to groom someone to develop their heart side Yeah that's a great angle of looking at it and the way that I I have dealt with it uh, is that I have attacked the perception itself because let's go back to the root of uh looking at heart leadership as as not so good uh, aspect of leadership because the idea of bringing the heart into workplace leadership 
traditionally has been seen as a soft and weak approach that undermines business focus and profit. Okay, and this is why people think using the heart is not a good aspect of, of leadership. And leaders should be always logical and using their head and uh, don't get emotional uh, at all times because they are expected just to, to use their, their heads. So I have uh, went against that perception and uh, discuss this with people who are by nature, they tend always to use their heart and remind them that business is uh, having different elements. So there's the process, there are the systems, but there are the people, okay? And we need to deal with people from a human perspective and that requires us to, to use our heart not all times, but according to what uh, the situation requires and in a way that not necessarily taking uh, our focus off track uh, when it comes to, to business. So one of the initiatives that uh, I have implemented in one of the organization I worked for is that we created that concept of people manager. We, we were calling any person uh, who has a team, any leader who has a team, a people manager, okay? And we were conducting training programs to emphasize the importance of considering people and emotions and heart into the equation because it is required from you as a leader. So for example, if you are a leader even of engineering department where everything goes by math and by formulas and by facts but still you are leading a team of engineers and you will come to a time where you are going to discuss performance issues you they will have uh, problems to talk to you about and you need to show your empathy you, you you need to get them to feel that you are not considering them as just machines or tools. So there is no escape in the real life from using your, your heart. And by you know opening up this sort of conversation with people who tend to use their heart by, uh, by their head, sorry, most of the time, or they, they, they don't think actually they need to use it, uh, we started to see uh, lots of, of changes in, in, in how leaders approach uh, different aspects with a, with a bit of using their hearts in an evolving way. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And when we come back, Anil, I have this question for you. Where, when a business is looking for results... They are looking for results and they want it yesterday, right? There is a sense of urgency. And on the other hand, unless otherwise there is a huge focus on an organization building leaders, especially in such times like such as what we are experiencing today, there will not be as much patience that let us have this person build leaders and do things. They want immediate results. So, if every business is trying to survive and then be profitable and deal with these testing times, how do you keep alive that fire 
that we need leaders to lead with heart and they have to build a big you know culture and everything else because that will also perceived if not in 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 actuality it can be perceived as it's going to slow things down because you're trying to do things which are not directly business related so how do you get that additional runway who do we have to go and convince at the top that hey i'll get you the results but wait additional 6 months because we are trying to take care of the people and their well being and we have to lead with the heart as well please stay tuned listeners full we'll bright back Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjoke All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjoke All at CIO Talk Network. work.com You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sanjoe Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit ciotalknetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Anil, when we are trying to get the results delivered yesterday, which is at the earliest possible, how do we make a case in front of the management that it is not in our best interest to just you know use a bulldozer to get through to the you know end results trampling over people's head we need to be empathetic even though it may take a little bit more time when your company's existence is at stake yeah so sanjok i strongly believe that you know uh first thing i would really want to do with management is you know go there and explain them that you know leadership development is not a two minute instant noodle and undoubtedly we must need to invest on them and it will take some time it cannot be changed overnight now certain elements in my mind what i strongly believe would really help in making the transition would be every organization has got certain values and they call it you know culture organization culture nuances so for example respect or empathy is a value i cannot develop that overnight saying that hey so far you have been only thinking from head now there is a need uh, and but you know the business uh, is so dynamic that you need to inculcate this habit overnight or maybe in one quarter and produce result it will not happen overnight probably you know that's a wrong expectation to have but what we could do is can we make a tiny beginning maybe baby step one at a time let's say respecting so treat people the way you would like to be treated is a core way of working so how do you make sure you practice that over a period of time or working in a group uh, let's say you know a, a, a very tiny example but you know if somebody is 
uh, no, no, today and you know I have an organization and I have a team strength of 40,000 people in my current role so there are 200 people 300 people their birthday is today do I need to send an industrialized birthday mailer wishing them or to the extent possible if he people on the floor can i walk up to them can i treat them will that not go a long way in building relations and similarly core values which will really help us out in building an institution and if i make an initiative today and help those people to live those value every day and in each and every way then to my mind we are on the right track and i cannot afford to be impatient because the business dynamics are so uh, no uh, relevant all around us changing drastically and hence i cannot demand that you know show me result in the heart piece if people are on the right track i think that's a good win for me and that's a quick win for me and that should create hope in the minds of uh, leadership members that's how i look at it uh, uh, sanjok So Anil the way you explained it you picked up like and then it was a important example like a small one where somebody birthday and you walk up to them and you wish them so i'm assuming in such cases nobody in the management would frown and they would encourage it but here we are talking about some sweeping changes in the way you got people who need to be given some more rope given the situation that they are in or there are a lot of people who are otherwise good performers even though uh the company might be in dire straits but we you should take a more empathetic view when larger amount of time larger amount of resources and energy are at stake that's where the predicament comes or that's where the true colors of what the executive management thinks and does which demonstrates whether you have leaders leading with heart or head or both So for a smaller example I'm sure there would be no one pushing back but if you wanted a company which shows that it really cares I'm sure you have to do a lot more and the question I had was primarily for such situations where some major decisions are to be taken and if if that was the case what would you do if you were to go back to your CEO and say I want you guys to not forget leading with the heart because it is it has a lot of value and there your either uh you know a stock price was at stake or a division or the whole company's existence was at stake how would the conversation become any different uh and how would you make them to keep thinking about the heart when survival instincts are kicking in that was the point i was trying to ask sure so sanjok uh, okay uh, the birthday example was probably very very common and very uh, simple one but let's talk about performance management let's say everybody deserves to know how they are doing how they can move from point a to point b in their career now as a manager i had the option of you know deciding okay this is what we discussed 6 months back and this is how you have performed and hence you know i am giving you a rating of 2 on a scale of 4 for being ex- exceptionally good and uh, that's one way straight away from head you know i'm thinking i'm putting it at but you know the moment i 
consider that every individual deserves to know how they are doing i need to thank them for their contribution i need to understand what their aspirations are in career and how can i help them out either by sponsoring them to attend a program or by changing their role and so on and so forth if i realize that if i do not realize that then certainly it might result into lack of engagement lack of commitment high attrition and then you know the perennial problem of attracting great talent becomes a challenge and on the contrary if i do that then you know i'm building i'm building that trust between the performance manager and performance manager the employee and the manager here and indirectly those in individuals are also learning the nuances of dealing from heart and saying that you know okay just the way i want my career to flourish i am genuinely interested in your career so long as you work in this company and hence this is what has gone well this is where you could have done better and these are the commitments that i am making in order to make you successful in this role and let's work together as a team so that's the difference you know when i balance head and heart both then life becomes easier and slowly we need to sensitize the leadership members and i'm sure business understands the impact of losing out people constantly you know having new people hired in the system it takes time for them to you know get into a productivity level so leadership member would certainly understand such examples uh, sanjo so nizar and then i love the word anil used which is sensitizing and let's build on that um Nizar would you say we will have to do this sensitization process when the times are good for you to be able to reap the benefits of when times are testing or the executive management is expected to be mature enough that no matter how much the survival is at stake they will stay sensitized to the human element and taking care of the human and if you in your chro role you are to deal with this what have you done which has worked for you in making sure that no matter what your company stands on dealing with heart or head and and taking care of people and keeping the people first has never been jeopardized just because the times were tough well i do believe that uh, the role of of chro is not just to follow whatever is being uh, uh, introduced by the executive team or leadership team because that is not the expectation from a ceo or from a president from a chro or a vp of hr i think one of the major roles is to advise the executive uh, committee and bring the facts that they may not uh, have considered because they are either used to do things in 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 that way for a long time and i have lived uh, uh that feeling where you enter a room and you are new to the table and people uh, have been doing uh, the same thing for a long time the way they look to people they like to be sharp all the time the human factor is not one of their major uh you know considerations but uh, it's 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 a big fault just to go with the crowd and uh, not doing your duty by 
educating and uh, getting them to know at the end that using her is inevitable, okay? Let's take an example of a company that, as you said, on a stake and they need something to be urgently done and we don't have time to wait until we get people to be good in using their hearts. But the, the argument that I, I have brought, you know, in, in, in similar cases, and I would always, you know, uh, bring it to the table is, let's take a clear look at who will be, uh, what will be taking us actually out of this situation. Is it only money? Okay. Uh, can we like uh, push some cash into this and we will be uh, good? Is it technology? Is it a people? Is it a combination of those? And always, when, whatever solution you, you brought to the table, there will be a people's aspect of it. Okay? And whenever you have people aspect, you have heart. So uh, I do believe that uh, bringing the concept and a pragmatic way of handling this to the executive team and getting them to see uh, the, the right picture that they may not, despite their, their, their long experience, are, are seeing it in, from the correct uh, angle. Because managing a business at all levels and at all situations will require uh, the executive teams and the leadership, leadership team to always use a combination of head and heart, but again, it depends on the situation. Will the heart take the majority or will the head take the majority or there will be like a fair split between the both? Anil, when you've seen leaders develop and, uh, you know, in front of you or people who you inherited and they were developing, which specific areas have you seen them struggling the most, especially when they are trying to develop this perfect pairing or balancing of the head and heart? Well, in most of the cases, it's uh, okay. Uh, that, you know, how can I be a little more compassionate? Compassion doesn't come naturally to most of the leaders. By virtue of, uh, let's say, you know, if I can pick up the function, let's say I've been driving sales, so hard-coded numbers, so probably my behavior or my connect outside uh, those numbers is little limited. And hence, when, you know, when somebody asks for, hey, can I take a day off, uh, then, you know, normally I'm not very sensitive enough. And in certain times I have heard stories, hey, why don't you take medicine and come to work? So to me, those are the elements, you know, in the uh, in the constant pressure of driving numbers, uh, most of those people, they tend to ignore that compassion, that empathy piece that we have been talking about. That's one element where, uh, you know, I see a clear cut struggle. Number two would be, okay, uh, so I have uh, given feedback uh, or, or what is fun at work, what is employee engagement, can I also ensure that people get a forum to speak mind? Do I allow people to speak their mind, challenge the status quo? These are the things which is considered, I think, and I'm not generalizing, but, you know, this is also something which I have seen in my career. 
people who are predominantly guile uh, is you know dominating in heart aspect in in sorry in head aspect more they while doing the transition to heart more of a heart uh, that is where you know they struggle uh, so having an aptitude or you know an approach to listen to people being more compassionate walking beyond call of duty to help them out uh, even if that's a personal matter a family matter that they are struggling that is where you know uh, and helps ultimate results into you know poor team building or poor team cohesiveness and hence you know that is very important and that is what i have seen in my career people struggling while doing the transition so nizar uh, with, like to, uh, like yeah go ahead nizar yes. yeah which is uh, one of our uh, duties here as chros also is to get uh, the leadership team to see the impact of leaning uh, too hard on uh, a sort of direct and rational leadership uh, which is uh, can uh, create a, a psychologically unsafe workplace and strategically and on the long run this this won't serve the organization strategy uh, on uh, in, in a positive way so uh, leaning uh, to uh, the extreme of heart only is 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 not good and leaning to uh, completely head also is not good so those the, the result of going to either extremes needs uh, to be very clear to to the leadership because this is a consideration that might change their view and and approach to uh, leadership style so nizar to that point one is a person might say okay i have this limitation or i'm struggling and how much of those struggles do they um express they they are basically their own not a shortcoming but a struggle at a personal level and how much of those are a function of the kind of environment that they are trying to lead the troops because there could be an overarching culture which may or may not allow this individual to blossom and demonstrate their heart side because they also have sometimes this so called perception to manage about themselves what have you seen in that regard are people cringing at the idea of showing their heart or the compassionate side because some people might say oh this guy this person is is uh doesn't have a backbone of sorts well definitely the the perception here is um is as uh the focal point because uh i have dealt with leaders who have this hard part of their original uh, personality uh, but when they come to work they are afraid of showing it because the perception that they have in mind that if they show their compassion or empathy or uh that emotional side of them they will be uh, seen as soft or not strong enough uh leaders or they cannot uh, make uh, hard decisions so it's it's all about uh changing the perception and building a culture within the organization 
that a, a good leader is not is, the, is that not a leader who always thinking about uh, facts and figures and looking at people as as headcounts and we can see this in in, in many organization and plant uh, uh, that culture that using your heart as um, a leader doesn't mean that you are not good uh, uh, because I, I think the main reason that gets people not to strike the balance between head and heart is that they are afraid of going to either ex uh, extreme. So if they go to uh, getting to be completely uh, dry and logical and rational, they will be seen as they, they are not uh, human in, 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 a, in a sense. And if they go to that extreme, they will be seen as very soft and uncapable to lead. So I, I think that it's all about bringing the perception into the balanced point where uh, people will, will be having, as leaders will be having the space to express themselves from the heart perspective and the, the head perspective and showing that there is no contradiction between the two. So, Anil, this one last question is about the organization's intent to truly seeing if the organization thinks that they have to have leaders who use a good balance of head and heart. And this individual is supposed to kind of work on their psyche and develop their skills, etc. What specific support can the organization and other people offer this individual or any leader who is expected to have a good balance in terms of head and heart? What, what, what is it that they can be offered? Because they're not superhumans, right? Sure. They need the support. Sure. sure. So I look at it from two points. Number one, as I said earlier, sensitizing people, the relevance of balancing both head and heart has to be an ongoing activity from time to time. We need to make them realize the importance of balancing out both. Ignoring one at the cost of other is simply not going to help uh, the business. Number two, besides sensitizing, taking them through certain structured programs, mentoring, coaching sessions, if still things do not improve, one way to ensure execution in parallel, what has gone well for me in my previous organizations is the moment you try and link it to your performance management system. Now, sorry if I'm sounding a little theoretical, but we have the concept called balance scorecard, which talks about a quadrant called people quadrant. So no matter which function you belong to, if you are a people manager, if you are a leader leading a team, you must need to have acumen around attracting, retaining, developing your team. That's not something which is only confined to your HR team. And that would get tracked regularly, maybe every quarterly, every six months or once a year. And depending on how do I demonstrate behaviors around that, my performance is going to be evaluated. My incentives is going to be linked. That's one probably little hard way of ensuring that there is a change in the behavior, trust me, this works. 
the moment you link it to people and leader and their life cycle now i'm not a good enough leader if i'm driving numbers but in the process of driving numbers if my attrition percentage is 70% 80% nobody is going to like that and certainly that is not good for business so how do i make sure all my actions all intentions are linked to people processes linked to the performance management and i have a say there and my variables my in- incomes are linked to that the moment you do that people tend to show some changes in their behavior and that's a great thing uh, one can think of having once again thank you so much uh, nizar and anil for sharing your insights about how we can have the leaders of today and tomorrow start using a healthy balanced dose of both head and heart and create the most value for the organization and the people that make up that organization so thank you so much again thank you san and thanks for having me today thanks ajok wonderful catching up with you nizar thanks again so uh, listeners please connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast once again thank you for listening to ctn This is your host Sanjog all and till next week take care and god bless Thank you for tuning in to CTN CIO Talk Network with your host Sanjog all to learn more about our program or for show archives comments or questions please visit ciotalknetwork.com thank you again for listening